so no, that's Jesus why I'm laughing. Christ. That's why I'm laughing because the first story that you told, I was imagining somebody just buying one, crashing it, and coming back and buying one again and crashing it again. That's literally what happened, though. <laughs> we talk about cars that we really like and will never be able to afford. This week on Flag Time. Welcome to Flag Time Podcast, everybody. My name is Stirworks. I'm going to be starting off this week. And uh, my train of thought is immediately out. So. <laughs> Brain has become smooth. Brain smooth. No thoughts. <laughs> How you guys what? doing? What's uh? What did you guys do this weekend? Uh, I worked. That's unfortunate. I'm in between dealers right now, so I just kind of fucked off and relaxed. Yeah, someone's oh, wait a minute. vacation. Yeah. I've got my car full of all of my tools. So that thing's just, yeah. All of them? All of them, yes. Damn. Yeah, my E-Class can fit all of my tools that I have for work. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you basically yeah. drive a okay. fucking cruise liner of a car. <laughs> yeah, the mid-sized <laughs> sedan is as big as, like, the fucking Crown Vic over here on the U.S. Crown Vic as well. Yeah. Mobius, did you uh, are are you technically unemployed then since you're between dealerships? Not really, because I've already accepted the position. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting at? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's attempting well, uh, to call you a bum. A bum? Because you cut yeah, out, bro. I was a bu- I heard a you you were a bum. <laughs> oh, that's one of the downsides of recording on fucking Discord. It's like random cutouts. Yeah. Well. We'll eventually figure. We'll we'll get this. Server overload. Yeah. What about you, Pixie? What'd you do this weekend? Uh, fucking worked all weekend, and it was like extra fucking busy this weekend too. You do sound exhausted. You sound pretty tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because for some reason <laughs> the the tire truck that unloads the tires and shit that usually comes on Tuesday decided to come today for some reason. So it's like, oh cool, I gotta stop everything that i'm doing and put tires away for an hour and a half sick lame you know i don't have to i don't have to go back to work until thursday so i have (laughs) i have the next three days just off you're gonna be making all that serrated mobius out of context content right uh right in in between all of the chores that i have to do sure (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna be sitting around doing nothing all week i was supposed to post a reel today uh, according to my own rules but i didn't and i forgot and then i went camping <laughs> and then my ford explorer <laughs> decided to stay and didn't want to work that well anymore and yeah now the overdrive light's flashing but whatever it still drives by <laughs> as long as it shifts gears this, the, yeah. this is fine meme incarnate all right so we're gonna talk about motorsports this episode right or that's not the main um fucking uh, topic it's not the main topic this week it is a segment that a few listeners actually have suggested that we do because uh since we are a automotive podcast it might be fun just to talk about our favorite motorsports if we have one which i do it's formula Mm -hmm. one so i do as well technically so who wants to start should i go ahead and get my uh uh, mobius i think you should start do you have any motorsports news for us this weekend mobius yes i do in formula one news (laughs) I've got my voice going. <laughs> Williams' newest rookie driver, Logan Sargent, looks exactly like you would expect someone named Logan Sargent to look. 
Also, <laughs> if you combined la- bleh. also if you combined the last names of the most recent American F1 drivers, you would get Sergeant Speed. <laughs> Wait, someone's last name is Speed in Formula yes. One. Uh, back in the uh, late 2000s, Scott Speed was a Formula One driver. Oh, that's what? Yes. Huh. I knew him from NASCAR. I knew he did NASCAR. Yeah. It's like a kid on cool. Xbox Live having a last name Slaughter. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my uh, shit posty Formula One news for the week. Thank you. Cool. That's pretty, that's pretty um, funny. How about you, Pixie? You got any motorsports news for us? This is pretty related to drag racing. This isn't necessarily new, but it's a couple months old. Uh, recently, Ford released the 7.3 Godzilla motor for like the big trucks mm-hmm. and everything. And they just released uh, an updated version of it as a crate motor called the Megazilla with all forged internals, and it makes 615 horsepower, 640 foot-pounds of torque, just out of the fucking box. And it's all forged internals. Holy shit. So you put any type of boost to that, you're going to be making 1,000 horsepower. Like, easy. And it fits in a Fox body, so (laughs) you already know. People have so already been doing gonna, that. So there's going to be a few less Fox bodies on the road from what I'm hearing. Uh, Well, they'll still be on the road just with that fucking motor in it. <laughs> they'll be off the road and in the, in the ditch. Leaving curving 11s into the nearest tree. Because, I mean, who, who wouldn't want a pushrod 7.3 liter V8 I don't. that makes a thousand horsepower? That's the best thing ever. Sounds pretty fun. Yeah, especially when you can throw a cam in it that gives the valves a whole inch and a quarter of lift. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, Yeah, blah. basically. <laughs> Run it like, idle at like 200 RPM. <laughs> yeah, the only I'm thing that's... The cam's so heavy, the only thing keeping it idling is the fucking supercharger. It's like the... the the What's it called? The momentum of the crankshaft is just keeping it running. Yeah, basically. But you know when that thing's that wide open throttle, that thing's a fucking monster. Because <laughs> that's the point, and that's what makes it fun. It revs to like 5,000 RPM. No, I think <laughs> it, I think they revved to 7,000, honestly. Or more. Really? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, I mean, they call it the Megazilla for nothing. Yeah, 6,000 uh, RPM. So for... For my news, for motorsports news, I discovered that an 18-year-old high school kid won an Xfinity Series race. His name is Sammy Smith. Hell this yeah. kid's out here winning NASCAR races at 18. You know what I was doing when I was 18? I had a 1986 Ford F-150 that I restored, well, quote-unquote, restored for my senior project for high school. And one day, <laughs> I was really bored and I was really impatient, and it was running... And I, uh, I took that thing. Um, it didn't have a seat. It didn't have fenders, a hood, bumpers. It didn't have a bed on it or lights or anything. And I took that thing and I put the spare tire and I sat on the spare tire and I drove it around my neighborhood, just like Ricky the old, <laughs> like partially restored. And I had the engine and didn't have an exhaust or anything. Oh my! And uh, I, uh, I got pulled over by a police officer and he what? literally came up to my window. Or not window, because the, there wasn't any windows in it. It didn't have any doors on it. And he was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I wanted to drive it. And I didn't want to wait until I had it all together. And he's like, you have no lights, body panels, 
exhaust <laughs> seat. I didn't have a seat. I literally had oh, this fuck. spare tire. I was sitting on the spare tire, and I was just putting around my neighborhood in a in a in a, uh, a city patrol car. Just happened to be. I didn't even have my license yet, and I was just like bombing around my neighborhood, going like I, ten miles an hour. It's like I, get this thing the hell back to your house. I'm like, okay. I feel like you had more fun than the Xfinity driver did this past weekend. Yeah, honestly. I don't know that. Winning an Xfinity race at 18, that's pretty goddamn impressive. I'm just saying. It is pretty impressive, but he's already won a like top-level series race at 18. He's just, unless he wins a Cup Series championship, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was driving a, a, a pickup truck with no body parts and no brakes and no lights and no seat. So yeah, a go-kart. Well, it was a go-kart, but way worse, I guess. <laughs> like a go-kart that handles like a pickup truck with nothing in it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess that is my that is my motorsports segment. I don't know. That is the motorsports news from Flag Time this week. This episode of Flag Time is brought to you by Blue Shift Co. Blue Shift Co. is an Etsy page run by an amazing individual who made the logo of this podcast. It is also the only place where you can get official Speej stickers. Don't know what a Speej is? Here's a little bit of a rundown. Speej is an O-ring cryptid loved by tens of thousands of people. Do you want to put this little guy on your car? Your water bottle? That spider looking at you off in the distance? Blue Shift Co. is the place to grab them. That's spelled B-L-O-O-S-H-I-F-T-C-O at E-T sy.com thank you to blue shift co for sponsoring this episode of flag time um i feel like um next we should talk about um dream cars we're talking about dream cars yes that's that's the topic (laughs) dream cars is the topic this week um do you want do you want me to start uh yeah talk about your dream car or well, dream cars, not, whatever not you drink, like what your dream car like used to be when you were a kid and what it's evolved into now yeah because things well, change I, I mean, when you become a mechanic. I, uh, well, my dream car hasn't ever really changed because when I was nine, a little game came out called Gran Turismo 4. And in the very beginning of Gran Turismo 4, when you plugged that game in and what came up on the screen was a 2005 Ford GT LM car. And that car mm-hmm. basically awoken my third eye. <laughs> and basically i've uh just evolved into wanting a 2005 Ford gt i want yeah. that car specifically the the mm-hmm. one the the lm car from the gran turismo 4 intro oh yeah and my literally like my life slash career goal is to buy a white 05 Ford gt and make that car in real life which Hell yeah. involves pissing off a lot of purists but i did a lot of research and i found out that that car specifically the car that they um they modeled into that game to be the uh, the intro car was never a real le mans race car it was just a render so that car doesn't exist wow and nobody has re- uh, recreated that car in real life so that means it's fair game. Flag time listeners, I need you to give me $400,000 so I can buy the car of my dreams. Is that how much they're going for now? My PayPal is at Stirworks. Yes. <laughs> Please help me achieve my dream. I'm like one of those those like high school kids that gets his dad's car and then he totals it. Right. And he's like, oh, I need... I need a, and then they make a like a GoFundMe or whatever to fix this car. I'm like, oh, that is my 
anyway, that is my career <laughs> or my life goal is to is to recreate that car. Yeah. Have you guys played Gran Turismo Four? I played a little bit of it, but I was um, I I had a lot of GameCube and Xbox around that time. I didn't have a mm-hmm. I didn't play Gran Turismo on PlayStation. It was mainly Ace Combat Four during that time. <laughs> that that was all I was playing on the PlayStation. Yeah, I was also playing nothing but Ace Combat and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Two. Yeah, Not Pursuit Two. I fucking love that game. Yeah, I didn't have a real dream car until like well into middle school like eighth grade because a lot of the racing games that i played were all fantasy racing games like fictional like f-zero gx is my favorite racing game of all time and no, I don't see, I don't oh, even know what that is. and there's no hovercraft like rocket powered <laughs> fucking maglev racing machines ever so i mean it, it was it was kind of hard to try and have a dream car at that kind of time because <laughs> Like my favorite racing machines look like F 18s. So, yeah. Captain Falcon. It makes exactly. sense. <laughs> but when I started to get a little older and I started to explore actual cars and shit, the first one that caught my eye that made me go, oh my God, that is the most beautiful car I've ever seen was the Selena 7. Oh, oh excellent choice. Yes. I saw that the Selena great- 7 in a photo online and I was like, oh my God, what is that? And I looked into it, learned all about it, and realized that, one, my driving skill would never be at a level to be able to drive one of those things because of, like, how it how it's built, the kind of engine. It has a, like, H-pattern stick shift, which I'm dog shit at. <laughs> like, I can, yeah, drive right. a, I can drive a stick shift, just not well. I will teach you. <laughs> if you have a few transmissions. I will transmissions. fly across the country. If you have a few transmissions to spare, I would love to destroy a few to try to learn how to heel toe. <laughs> nah, I've got a nice one Honda Civic. Do what? I will I will drive my Civic to you and I will bring you an extra God. clutch. That's and a, you will learn how to drive. That is an extreme There is a racetrack 14 minutes away from me. I live like right down the road from Summit Point and we can do a track day if you want to. Uh, oh, let's I, practice I'll, the parking lot first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll come to the track That'd day. be a little bold. Yeah. I mean, hey, but uh, learning um, to drive. Sorry. Go ahead. Learning to drive what? Learn, learning to drive stick is one thing, but like learning how to heel toe and like downshift and like rev match and all that stuff. That's like that's like advanced manual transmission tactics. Yeah. And that's <laughs> well, what I want to learn. You know how to ride a motorcycle. Motorcycles. That muscle memory is very, very, very similar to driving a manual transmission car, I, except instead of your hand shifting, it's your foot. Or, I know, uh, instead but, of your yeah, your you got foot, the muscle memory. It's there. Your foot is, like, vague as shit when it comes to, like, control for some reason. I, I Like, when it comes to a clutch using a foot, I'm so used to using a clutch on my hands, which I've been able to, like, perfect, and I can rev match on a motorcycle no problem. Uh, one, yeah. because it's a sequential, and two, like, everything is hand-controlled in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> only thing that my foot is doing is either braking the rear tire or shifting up or down. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it's kind of the same yet also not. So it, it's, it, there's a little bit of a learning curve there when it comes to using my foot as the clutch. Mm-hmm. Heel towing isn't necessarily a thing you need to learn how to do because I don't even heel tow. I can still downshift and rev match and everything, but I don't heel tow. Well, I mean, if I want to get the same lap times that I can get in a paddle shift car, 
I'm going to need to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Heel towing is an absolute necessary like skill you need to learn when you're driving manual on a track. Like you yeah. almost can't do it right at all. <laughs> yeah, no. The uh, I did a champ car event. Also, at, wait. what? Sorry, it's also really fun. <laughs> yes. No, I did a champ car event in a 1980s BMW at VIR in 2020, and um, I told the person who invited me out is like, I can drive a manual transmission i can't heel toe and he was like that's fine you're not one of our fast guys anyway which i mean i didn't take offense to i didn't take (laughs) offense to it because i was like yeah no i'm not gonna get fast times in this fucking thing and he was just like yeah just go ahead and uh when you come up to a corner just pull the clutch in or like push the clutch all the way in and just break that way and just shift into the gear that you need to be in because we need you to just get the car to the end of your stint that was my job basically Mm -hmm. and uh that's what i did i was nowhere near being able to go as fast as i could uh if it wasn't an h pattern shifter but that is something that i do want to learn eventually Mm -hmm. i have successfully taught five people how to drive stick hell yeah i've also taught two it's fun i love teaching people how to drive stick i love being like oh whatever it's my shitty car whatever it's fine (laughs) but the best way to learn manual is basically just buy a manual car, and that's your only way to work. Well, I, I have my racing rig, and that's kind of what I learned the the fundamentals of it on, which yeah. I'm, I'm glad I started on the racing rig, because uh, I bought an H-pattern shifter for iRacing, and the mm-hmm. first, I want to say, 24 hours of practice that I did with that thing, I money shifted so many times. Yummy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I got that out of my system before I got into a real car. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, go, go, going back to the dream cars. So my first dream car was the Selena 7 in middle school. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was an American-made muscle car. Uh, no, absolutely supercar. Fa- yeah, supercar. Looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, but through that, I um, found the Viper. So um, the Viper reminded me of a car that I used to race in an N64 game that had a really, like, long hood. It had a long nose, basically. And that was one of my favorite cars to drive because when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I can see the front of the car. I know where (laughs) the front of my car is. So I don't know why, but, like, long nose uh, sports cars I have an affinity for. I really like them. They're really cool. They're it all awesome makes to look sense at. now. Of course, like getting older and older, n- learning that the Viper's kind of no longer made anymore. I was like, why isn't a company making a car that looks? Oh, hey, Mercedes does. <laughs> they make two, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they make the uh, the SLS. They made the SLS back in uh, two thousand late two thousands. I don't know the exact date, but um, they made the SLS, which had the six point two liter V eight. Uh, M159 in it, and then as a spiritual successor to that, they made the AMG GT, and that one yeah. has the 4-liter bi-turbo V8 in it. Oh, is it a 4-liter? I thought it was the 6.3. No, the, the new ones have the 4-liter um, uh, M170 bleh, 7 or 8, I don't know. Each model has a different, a slightly different engine in them, and I haven't learned exactly which one is in which yet. Mm-hmm. But my current dream car is the most recent AMG GT Black Series. 
cool. That is my current dream car right now. Has nothing to do with me being a Mercedes tech. Has everything to do with it being a long nose sports car. <laughs> <laughs> it all correlates. Yes. <laughs> How about you, Pixie? What's your dream car? So when I was in elementary school, then when you had like the the book fair, and you just go into the library and there's just stuff you can buy for some yes. reason. The Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> yep. I got myself, yeah. got myself a poster of a lime green Lamborghini Gallardo. I had and, that one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and that shit stayed on my wall for the longest time. And I, I was had like, the, I had the Enzo uh, during the book fair. That's 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 the Enzo I, that I got. I had, I had one of those too. Yeah. I had the Cobra too. Yeah. But like the. I just, I just wanted the Gallardo, and then I was like, oh, they only made it in a dog box, or not a dog box, but a gated manual shifter. I was like, I don't know how to drive manual. And then I was, and then when I started, you know, like I turned 18, and I, my dad bought a, you know, a 89 Fox body Mustang for like $500, and it ran and yeah. drive. And that's what I learned to drive stick in, and then, which, by the way, once I finished learning, I drove it to college and had to put the clutch in it, because I roasted the clutch. <laughs> nice yeah that happens <laughs> yeah and i was like i can try it's like i can get it how much of these go oh they're two hundred thousand dollars fuck <laughs> i better start saving <laughs> and then uh i became and over the years of being a mechanic uh i don't want a gallardo anymore because um you know the basic oil change you have to remove seven different drain plugs on the underbody of the car just to drain the oil out that is and hilarious. i don't feel like yeah i don't feel like doing that yeah, the AMG GT only has three. <laughs> oh, for why, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's why do you... <laughs> like, every other Dry car is fine. Just one drain plug is fine. No, we gotta put <laughs> multiple drain plugs on it. Well, for the GT, well, it's, it's, a... it's a dry sump system. Sorry. Yeah, You yeah. were about to say dry sump? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a dry I sump didn't... system. So I don't know. Dry sump systems needed multiple fucking drain plugs. One hundred percent. Like you've got the um, oil reservoir, because all the oil is not being stored on the bottom of the uh, crankcase. So you've got an oil reservoir with a pump that feeds it into the engine, and then you have a drain for the engine itself because there is some oil on the bottom of the engine when you have a dry sump system, and then you have the oil filter on the bottom of the engine on the GT. So. Uh, there's three places to drain the oil from. Yeah, see, I knew what a dry sump system and everything was. I just didn't know there was multiple drain plugs involved with it. Yeah. And yeah, the, like the, the drain plug for the reservoir on the GT is great because it's right next to where you put the uh, lift post. So if you're not oh, careful, fantastic. you can just cover oh, your cool. lift post in oil. Nice. Very Mercedes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Ask me how I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know. How do you know? <laughs> because I have a well-lubricated driver's front lift post. <laughs> the only spot that has no rust on it. Right. So anyway, uh, I don't want any type of like fucking Italian or German supercar anymore. I was like, yes, I don't, you know, that's too much maintenance work. Plus, I don't make that much money. <laughs> you know, when a, a single brake rotor is $4,000 because carbon ceramics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. they tend to be expensive. Yeah, but what, what started the current dream car uh, that I wanted, um, 
My uncle has an 08 or 09 Celine Mustang nice. with the supercharger in it. Ooh. And at 10 years old, I got taken for a ride on the highway on that fucking thing. <laughs> and that's why I have owned three Mustangs since I was able to drive. Sweet. And that makes the... Which also leads to the, the current dream car is the, uh, the uh, Shelby GT350 because... Tremec TR3060 transmission, a 5.2 liter flat plane crank, American-made V8. Yep. And it just, it sounds, it sounds so fucking good. It's one of the reasons I like the GT so much is because it's just a Ford, and it uses, yeah. it, it has some pretty generic Ford parts bin parts on it. Like, it's got a focus turn signal switch and, like, window switches and stuff like that, which kind of sucks. But, like, parts are, parts are pretty cheap. Uh, I mean, it's a 5.4. It's a supercharged 5.4. It's a little bit different. Um, well, I mean, it's actually it's way different than the Terminator V8, the Cobra Terminator V8. Maybe um, maybe because but, the Terminator V8 was a 4.6. Well, yeah, but like um, it, it's a modular. I mean, they're very similar. Yes, but that is correct. Uh, the the 5.4 it shares a lot of parts with the um, the Triton, the 5.4 Triton. Well, I mean, the the, the Triton five four and the and the uh, the four six are very 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 similar. They share similar, you know, parts and stuff like that. I don't know what I'm saying. I forgot what I was saying. I got my train of thought gone. <laughs> five four to the in the in the four GT. Yeah. Well. I, oh yeah. Okay. So the the GT has fairly cheap parts and it's decently reliable since it's a Ford, but like it. Uh, it has it has cheap parts TLDR. <laughs> <laughs> fun fun fact um, that engine block in that five point four is uh safely rated for three thousand horsepower. Christ, yeah, it's, it sounds like <laughs> yeah. something Ford would say. The block is not that not the rotating not the internal not the internals no, but the block you're good for three thousand. You just gotta yeah. put completely over engineered parts in it to be able to do that. I bet. Yeah, well, it's because it's got like six bolt mains. Instead of ah, two, gotcha. actually, like, <laughs> sorry to cut you off, but it's, it's, I'm gonna lose my train of thought as well if I don't fucking get it out. <laughs> Speaking of the over parts to max out that engine block, there the the newest land speed record for a uh, street drivable car was made in a four GT that had 2,700 horsepower. God damn! Which generation? Didn't it Ford go GT? like 310 was, miles an hour or something? Yeah, it was the it was the 05 generation that Fuck Sterling yeah. launched. It went Funny. 310 miles an hour, <laughs> and still had some fucking balls left to go faster. They just That's ran out of room. That video is incredible. Like the the it re- it revved to like 9,000 or 10,000 RPM. Yeah, it's fucking turbo. Heard. It's like NASCAR I, engine level. I don't even think it yeah. was bored out either. I think it's still the 5.4 liter displacement too. Mm, I, I don't, I don't know that, but I, um, I, it was, it was pretty incredible watch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it reminds me of the video of when uh, the Venom GT came out and they did the 270 mile per hour run way back. Yeah, that was so cool. Thick as hell. Um, could I go? circle back and uh um Mobius, you you mentioned that your one of your dream cars was a selena 7 yes back when you were a little kid have you ever seen bruce almighty i was gonna mention that and then my fucking my adhd brain com- forgot completely about it so no when i was watching I, 
Yeah. Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> when I was watching that movie as a kid, uh, I was like, oh, there's the car. Fuck, he's driving it. <laughs> Shit ass. <laughs> Shit ass. <laughs> I literally like when he got he got like super rich and he like yeah his what, what was what what car did it transform from it was like oh, a I don't even fucking it remember it was like a shitbox Nova or something and they just fucking stacked his fingers and it became I need to look that up right now immediately I, I remember the line that he said too he was the little kid came up and said whoa is this yours and he's like yeah it gets me from point A to point B and the camera pans no, down a... Celine yeah. I think it was a 280Z. It was a 280Z. No oh. way. Interesting. Yeah, That's it was. Fucking cool. It was a. It was like a wrecked 280Z, and then it oh, turned yeah. into a, a an S7. Like he like JDM, snapped his fingers. JDM purists are crying right now. <laughs> God, I forgot how sexy the fucking S7 was. I'm, it's. I have it pulled up on Google right now, Dude, <laughs> just so I can look at it. It still looks good, man. That that car and the 4GT are very, very related. Mm-hmm. The Celine is arguably the best American supercar ever made. No. What about the Hennessy Venom? Which Ford one? GT. There's two of them. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> they're GT. It doesn't matter either because the both Ford. Venoms are. are... <laughs> what's your opinion GT. on the new? Let me finish, Sterling. Ford. Both. GT. Both Venoms are technically hypercars, not supercars. So the four GT oh. still, you know, Ooh. semantics. Gosh. Hypercars. <laughs> I like semantics. Leave me alone. Um, actually, it's a yes. hypercar. Yes, leave me alone. <laughs> so, what, what do you think of the newest generation of four GT? I think they're super cool. I'll, I think. I mean, everyone's too. like, "Oh, it's a V six. It's stupid. It's literally faster than the old one." I just like the old one because of that. When literally, I remember my dad and I went down to Silver Screen Video, and we rented a PlayStation Two and Gran Turismo Four, and I turned that shit on, and I had like a fucking epiphany in my life <laughs> when I saw that shit. Just because saw it. it starts the game intro. It starts off. It shows the car, and Moon Over the Castle is playing. It's this beautiful classical music piece, yeah. and then they show the car on the track, and they flip a sign over that's like that's like ready go for like the racing it starts in the intro of the game and then panama by van halen plays and it's fucking awesome and they you <laughs> just sit just sitting you see like oh I'm fucking just i literally that is a moment in my life that i can recall from memory and i remember how i felt in 2004 when i mm-hmm. watched that fucking intro for the very first time i was like oh my god and i was like i'm not i'm not sexually active in my life but i am now <laughs> <laughs> I am nine years old and I'm ready to go. Four GT no Fucking neuron activated. On another, on a side note, I um I remember probably five years or whenever the LeMay Auto Museum in Tacoma was completed. I went there for the very first time, and front and center in the building when you walked in was a red 05 GT, and on the Fuck license yeah. plate it said. GT. That's all it said. Nothing else. <laughs> and I was like, that is a cool car. Hell um, yeah. One one more GT story. Yes. <laughs> um a couple years back, um, my buddy and I uh we flew down to San Clemente, California, um, to he was uh he was buying a, a Honda Insight hybrid 
just because he needed a commuter card. His buddy's like, hey, I need, I need to, he had two insights and he's like, here, you can buy, buy this one. And we get there and there was, he had a four car garage down in San Clemente. It's a really, really, really nice place. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that wrong or right. I don't know. But um, in the garage, it was a four, I think it was a four car garage. In the garage was two Honda Insights, a Ford T-Bucket, and a Ford GT. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ideal blunt rotation. And I was, he didn't tell me the car, he didn't tell me that he had a GT. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that a fucking, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, this guy, Jay. Uh, we're still friends on Facebook. He's a chiller. Hi, Jay. What's up? I don't know if you're listening to the podcast, but what's you should going listen on? to the podcast. Car. Anyway, um, you better be listening. We we were like, hey, um, I was like, that's my favorite car ever. Do you know that? And he was like, is it? And um, he was like, well, we need to go to the DOL. And the 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 GT has only two seats, and, or uh, the Insight only had two seats, and the uh, GT has two seats. And that GT was his daily driver. Literally, his oh, daily. <laughs> amazing. And down in Cal- down in Southern California, and um, he was like, "Do you want to go to the DOL in the GT?" And I, <laughs> hi, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> Kitty, I love you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Sasha. Um, so we <laughs> we um, he was like, "Do you want to go to the DOL in the GT?" And I was like, "You're." Goddamn right, I do. So we go to the DOL and the GT. It was pretty fast. It was. It's not the fastest car in the world, but I mean, it's it doesn't still need to be pretty fast. I mean, it's got like three twenty-five tires in the back, and it's got like five hundred fifty horsepower. It's a fast car. But um, we got to the DMV, and like I watched all the Doug Demiro videos on the GT and how stupid the doors are, and you can't be parked close to a car to open them or whatever. And then. Uh, I literally like we we parked like a little bit too close to a bush. By too close, I mean me and four feet between me and the side of the bush, and I like couldn't get out of the car, so I had to like crawl out of the side of the car. Like I had to like open the door a little bit and then like crawl out of the side, <laughs> just fucking snake out the bottom of the door. Yeah, and I like crawled on the <laughs> fucking ground to get out of the car. It's just like worth it. And then it was so worth it, dude. But yeah, that's uh. It was pretty cool. It was my favorite car ever, and I got to ride in it. Hell yeah, pretty quick. Man. But that's uh, awesome. Yeah, where where are we at now? Um, so we did all of our dream cars. We did the so, motorsports. What else are we doing? So uh, there's a couple things that I want to um, talk about here. Um, mm-hmm. I have a bunch of responses on the story at our instagram page at flag time podcast which you if you do not follow go ahead and follow uh because that is where we answer questions and your uh statement or question can be featured on the podcast uh go ahead and do that shameless plug every single episode um (laughs) but uh the question that i um asked our listeners is what is your dream car and why so we'll have a bunch of our listeners ask are telling us about their dream cars so we can judge them for it and then yeah, harshly uh, what what I want to get into before this is I have found out where our podcast ranks against other automotive podcasts. I, well, yeah, I just want to yeah, I, I just want to show this off real quick because this is extremely cool. Um, the fact that like out of hunt out of like thousands of automotive podcasts on Apple podcast, we peaked at number 15. 
very wow positive. yeah so very cool yeah we we <laughs> insert were insert like yeah we were number 15 for a little while on all automotive podcasts ever on apple podcasts in the united states at least um hell yeah so you know that was honestly really really fucking cool uh we are mm-hmm. currently number one in vietnam <laughs> we are the number so one we are the, the number best. one automotive podcast in vietnam right now so thank you to our vietnamese listeners for listening to us so yeah uh, just in the united states we currently rank 59 right now it hasn't updated because today is the day that episode three released so it hasn't updated that yet, but we are currently number 59 out of all automotive podcasts in the United States for Apple Podcasts. So that is extremely solid. cool. Just the fact to be in the top 100 is insane. So fact to be in the top anything. Yeah. To be on the chart out of like, I looked up how many podcasts there are. There are 5 million podcasts. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. there are 5 million like active podcasts out right now and we're in the top 100 on a chart that is fucking insane hell yeah so i've never been on top thank before you guys so, much continue. so yeah like definitely what stirwork said thank you for listening this this is absolutely <laughs> fantastic i didn't say um, anything don't worry <laughs> <laughs> hey so, be, um, be thankful yes so we'll go ahead and get into judging our listeners for <laughs> their <laughs> <laughs> their, their dream cars here. Uh, the first person who responded is uh, Ben.S.25. And he states Spiker C8 because it is an interesting car with great Ooh. donor parts and an interesting history. Do you guys know anything about the Spiker C8? I know I raced it a bunch in Forza. Yes. I have but no Spiker idea C8 what that is. is. Super cool. It yeah. has uh, it has like an arrow, uh, an airplane themed kind of decor. Yeah, it's, got, like, it's really, yeah. A turned hand brushed aluminum on the inside. That if you okay, I'm gonna do a Doug DeMiro plug here. I'm if you guys haven't seen the latest Doug DeMiro Spiker C8 review, go watch it. He goes super in depth and he looks at everything and it's impressive amount the amount of just the crazy amount of exposed metal and aluminum in that car. Oh, it's oh got this thing! Yeah, yeah. That was another Gran Turismo 4 car that I uh, loved and I owned in that game. Not in real life, but in the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got an exposed manual shift linkage. It's I super, saw that super in cool. the... I think the Spiker C8's in um, Assetto Corsa. Yeah. Uh, it's in Assetto Corsa, and I've been in that cockpit in VR. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I saw it in 3d and i was looking around it like holy shit that's fucking cool that's a cool ass car that's a good dream car to have buddy it is they're yeah. like 700 grand but yeah very <laughs> <Fucking> expensive <laughs> my dream car is 500 grand so i don't really know what to say <laughs> what's next what's next uh, i guess we'll go in order so i guess like if you uh commented first you get first dibs to be on the podcast on this one like more more often than not, because I have to sift through dumb questions, I'll go through like the most relevant questions. But on this one, we'll just do whoever commented first. So, hello, <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> Hi, Sasha. Happy girl. I think Sasha's going to become the flag time mo- uh, mascot. I have another cat, but she's really quiet. <laughs> uh, Sparky underscore Cal says Ferrari F40, one of the most iconic poster cars of all time, an F40 Gobert. Yes. So, cool story about an F40. While I was at NASCAR Tech, I was driving home from work from GoPro Motorplex, and there, since it's Race City USA, you have a lot of people who have a lot of money. 
and there was just a dude driving his F40 down the road. I was like, holy fuck, I've never seen one of these in real life. That is insane. They're so small. They are small. They are very small. They're tiny. Like, my Prius at the time looked fucking huge compared to that thing. You had yeah, a Prius? Yes, I owned a Prius. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like Priuses. I did not like my job at Target so much that I bought <laughs> I bought a Prius to be an Uber driver. <laughs> Yo, what yes. gen Prius? Uh, it was a 2010. Oh, perfect. Those are, so, those are great cars. It was a great car until Tesla uh, came around and fucking destroyed the value of it. Ew, Tesla. Fuck Jeez. everyone that drives a Tesla unless you're a follower of mine. <laughs> I love you. Please keep following me. <laughs> Just get rid of the Tesla. So I think you'll like this one, Pixie. Spencer Delfo says 1970 Chevelle SS because it's the American way border with an umlaut. I'm going to hold on. Hold on. I'm going to go to uh, Google Translate real quick. Brother. I'm going to see what Google. Yeah. I'm going to see what Google translates border with an umlaut O. Is that what the dots are called? Yeah. Yes, it's an umlaut. Umlaut. I just call them the dots. (laughs) I don't know. I'm American. I'm stupid. Let's see what let's see what the uh, translation uh, is for this. Vata. Vata. (laughs) <laughs> Baga. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me repeat that. Bata. It did it slower. <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ham, okay, ham, back on topic. Uh, 1970 Chevelle SS is their dream car. Funny enough, that's yeah. one of my little brother's dream cars as well. Oh yeah. Chevelles are cool. I think I've seen too many of them, but I do think they're really cool. I uh, I had a buddy that had a 66 and it had mm. a blown 454 in it, and it was really yeah. fast. But it, You've it just like seen a- everything, now, haven't you? I've only seen, like, two of these. I see a few of them at Cars and Coffee sometimes. Oh, yeah, I forget. I don't go to those anymore. <laughs> you need to. You need to go to Cars and Coffees, man. Really I cool. do, but the... The one that I used to go to got canceled because somebody in a Challenger did a burnout and then hit somebody else's car on the street. This is my surprised face. Sounds like something someone who drives a Challenger would do. Yeah, yeah they ruined cars and coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so next one, uh, we got Jack Jack L. Han. Jack L. Han? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Supra, because I always used to pick the Super GT variant of it on Gran Turismo when playing with my dad. I was about to say which generation, but that answered the question already. So yeah, I saw one Heck today yeah. actually. Which generation? The Mark IV. Ah, nice. Bright red on gold TE thirty sevens. Hell yeah! Cool. I, did the old I have classic. a buddy. Oh my god, it's a Supra, and I couldn't get a picture of it because it was too fast. <laughs> I have a. The only like super thing that I have going on for me is the fact that it makes some appearances in my reels. That's it. Yes, that's what that's what I referenced. <laughs> <laughs> I have a buddy that has a really, really fast uh 2JZ one. It's a mark I think it's a Mark IV. Man, you um, you got buddies that just have everything, don't you? <laughs> I have a lot of friends, man. I got <laughs> I go to a lot of track events and have like motorsports friends. My friends and, don't drive anything cool. <laughs> Sounds like you need some cooler friends. All of my friends ride motorcycles. I the have a do. Sport. <laughs> like, I, I, I could talk about like my dream bike, but I have it already. So I mean, fuck yeah, I um, have mine. Do tell. Yes, I expound. Have, 
I have a 1998 Honda VFR 800 Interceptor. Those are it has nice. A V4. It has gear-driven cams. It sounds like a supercharged NASCAR. Yeah. It is fucking awesome. Dude, the VFRs it are is, fantastic motorcycles. It's not very fast, but it sounds so good. I literally it, bought yeah. it. Well, I bought one. Um, I bought one from my buddy uh, in the past, and I rode it, and then I was like, I'm bored, and then I got rid of it, and I was like, what the fuck did I get rid of that for? <laughs> and I... Have you ever had have you ever had like a vehicle or a car or something and you're just like you sell it and you're like, wow, I'm an idiot. <laughs> nope, because the so, only two cars I've I, ever owned were a 2000 Monte Carlo SS and a Prius, and I do not want those cars back. <laughs> You've only owned three cars? Yeah, I've only owned three cars. That's it. I've also Jeez. only owned three cars. I don't have money. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> yeah, who do you think we are? I've owned 37. <laughs> Well, I I don't want to own a car okay. that costs two hundred dollars. <laughs> I've owned so many two hundred dollar cars. They're, yeah, those, they're those don't wide. exist anymore. Yeah, they do if you look hard enough. I'm not going that far back on Craigslist. I mean, I didn't start fixing cars until four years ago, so that's kind of why I didn't buy two hundred dollar cars. I wouldn't know how to fix them back in the day. Also, fair enough. You wouldn't know gotcha. how to fix them anyway because you work on Mercedes. Exactly. I'm I'm a, I am a very specialized specialist, which is one of the reasons why I own an E Class right now. Because <laughs> any other car, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck the pro- All right, what's next? Okay, next dream car. We got this is not here. Fourteen saying uh, the Toyota 2000 GT, the LFA of the 60s. Uh, Fuck for, yeah, those are cool. For the craftsmanship, rarity, a testament to how far Toyota has come since. Yes, absolutely. I don't have any personal experience with any old Toyotas like that, but I've I do love 1960s Japanese cars because you literally never ever see them. Oh, yeah. oh it's like a bubbly ver- It's like a bubbly 240 almost, mm-hmm. or not 240, the Fair Lady Z. It almost looks like that. Yeah, they're they're somebody just cool. got so angry that I said that. There is a driving mission in Gran Turismo 4. I'm going to talk about <laughs> Gran Turismo 4. Um, there's a driving mission in that game, and I'm sure everyone who plays Gran Turismo 4 knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It is super fucking hard. Wait a minute. That's a Mazda Cosmo. Damn. <laughs> Somebody else just got really angry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. GT4. I'm Googling this now. GT4 <laughs> driving mission. And Toyota 2000. Oops, spelled 2000 wrong. GT. <laughs> oh, spelled GT wrong too. Yeah, GT4 mission dri- driving mission 11, 2000 GT 1967. That driving mission fucking sucks. I hate that one. <laughs> Everyone who plays Gran Turismo 4, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Driving mission 11, 2000 GT. You're like in way last place, and you're on the New York circuit. And it fucking sucks is you got to catch all the way back up. You got to pull a Dale Earnhardt to fucking catch back up to everyone. You mean and crash and explode? What? Sorry. How dare you slam <laughs> Dale Earnhardt? How can I even work with you? <laughs> Quality content right, only on right. flag time. I had to. I had to. I had to. It's it too How funny. How dare you slander Dale Earnhardt? <laughs> anyway, I was referring to... Dale Earnhardt, who would be in last place after a horrible crash and pit stop, and then catch all the way back up to first place and win the race. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> So I was half right there. 
I wasn't referring to his fatal crash in 2001 where he died and then he left everything. Was it 2001? Damn, yeah, I feel it, old. Was it Way 2001 too soon, or was it 2000? It was 2001. Yeah, too, too soon, dude. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I was four years old when that happened. I watched, I watched it that live. shit on TV. I remember, yeah. I remember watching my dad cry when Dale Earnhardt crashed and died. Yeah. Okay, anyway, next dream car. I'm going to have to do my trucker voice for this one. Uh, oh, so, God. Spectre 24, Spectre 2420 says, Third Gen Cummins. <laughs> <laughs> In this life, there's only two things that matter. Long haul trucking and long dick fucking. <laughs> Dodge Cummins. Dodge the father, ram the daughter. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather be coming than stroking. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sasha. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Third gen Mobius oh, is going to Oh, my God. Only quality think... content on Flag Time Podcast. Thank you for listening. Um. Anyway. Well, <laughs> cold, brother. <laughs> I'm a big gen Cummins fan. I, do, I don't like that era of Dodge anything. Especially Dodge Caliber. If you drive a Dodge Caliber, a Dodge Avenger. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to help you with that. I know how that started. Dude. Well, so if I can go on a very small tangent and say that I miscalled or mislabeled a Dodge Avenger as a Dodge Caliber. One of some person that that watched one of my videos or watched my video that I, that I mislabeled a Dodge Avenger as a caliber who apparently owns a Dodge caliber commented three times. Like, what do you drive? And I'm like, I drive a beat up 91 Honda civic with almost 300,000 miles on it. I have a Ford Explorer. I have a broken Subaru and a (laughs) Ford that doesn't run. You literally can't hurt my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Dodge All my Avenger, shit is Dodge, bad and broken. <laughs> Dodge Avenger, rather, Dodge Caliber, it doesn't matter. They're both trash. I would rather have a fucking good pair of shoes and a bus pass than own a Dodge Caliber. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do we have another? Uh, do we have another dream car? Oh, we have plenty. We might not get to all of them. <laughs> well, well, we definitely won't get to all of them. Yeah. I can guarantee you. Yeah, no, we whenever we ask our listeners for something, we are not short on content when it comes to this kind of stuff. So Which we are good excellent. there. Um, so okay. Zane we Wright, do another one. Yeah, we can do another one. Uh, Zane Wright, ninety nine. Dream car is a sixty seven to seventy seven Ford F two fifty four by four. One word. Hi boy. Mm. I feel like I'm talking too much because I've owned so many vehicles. No, no, no. I no. Had... You're, if you have experience with something, please do talk. <laughs> yeah. I had. I had a 76 F250 high boy. It had a built big block. Uh, it had a 390 that had a 428 crank in it. It was an FE. Um, that truck, it was bright yellow. I called it the magic school bus. Yeah, it was yeah. so fucking cool. <laughs> I, uh, I posted about it a while ago, um, but it was literally a bright yellow F250 high boy. It had a built big block in it. it. had a built transmission. It was super, super, super cool. And I got it from this guy that... Um, he built it for his kid, and then I think his kid passed away. It was really, really sad, and he didn't want to get rid of it. And he had it up for like fifty five hundred dollars, and it was this was this was years ago. Steal. It was this was years ago, and I was like, 
I I I had a I had a '69 Volkswagen van at the time that I loved, and I saw that thing on Craigslist, and I was like, I need this truck now. So I posted my van for sale, and I sold it that day. Got on the <laughs> ferry boat, drove over to Seattle, drove up a hundred miles up to Stanwood, and I picked that thing up that night. And the guy was literally like, "Are you sure you want to test drive it first? And I'm like, "No, I need this now. <laughs> it doesn't matter." <laughs> so I drove. I sold. I sold and bought a vehicle in one day, and then I had a grand left over. And, um, yeah, <laughs> that's my high boy story. Oh, I bought yeah. that truck because my dad bought a 76 F-250 high boy, brand new from the dealer, like right when he graduated high school, because you could do that back in the 70s. You could graduate high school, get a job at a coal mine, and work your way to the top, and then buy a brand new truck and buy a 71 Chevy Vega and then put a 350 in it and then crash it and then go back to the dealer and buy another one and then crash that one on your way out of the dealership and then go buy another one and then crash and then not buy any more Vegas. I've got a lot of car stories that involve me and involve... That's actually a true story. So... Let me go one more tangent here. My my dad, my dad was a big baller back when he graduated high school and he bought a 70 a 71 Vega brand new a wagon and he was the guy that bought a brand new Vega and he bought a brand new crate motor 350 for it and put that shit in and then he drag raced it and then he crashed it and then he went back to the dealership and he bought another one and he was pulling out of the dealership lot and somebody t-boned him and then he walked back to the dealership and bought another one so no, that's Jesus why I'm laughing. Christ. That's why I'm laughing because the first story that you told, I was imagining somebody just buying one, crashing it, and coming back and buying one again and crashing it again. That's literally what happened, though. <laughs> the fact that it's true. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh fuck. No. So, yeah, that's a dad. That my, my that's a dad story. I, I should invite great. my dad onto the podcast someday. <laughs> hey, we can have him as a guest. That'd be good. That'd be fucking awesome. First guest ever. And, Dad, if you're listening, you should join the podcast and tell some stories about your your vehicle shenanigans back in the 70s with your buddies. That would make a great episode, honestly. I would, I would think. My dad's oh, always got a couple stories <clears throat> like that. Dad's always have good stories. I know yeah, mine because they would... could afford stuff back in the day. You can't afford nothing now. Yeah. I know mine would if he was still alive. Oh. Did I bring oh. everybody down? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I Damn, forgot. Bring up your dead dad. Hey, Fuck. Hey, so, oh, like, kill the pods, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, my uh, my S one thousand used to be my dad's, so that's what. Aww. That's why I still have my bike. That's like, super I'm, wholesome. I love that. Actually, when that engine explodes on that S one thousand and they don't make any parts for it anymore, I'm turning it into a museum piece slash bar. I'm going to turn oh, it into a yeah. bar. So it's why don't you be... just rebuild the engine? If they don't make parts for it anymore, that's the thing. Like if if oh, that's it, right. even it's a fucking BMW. Exactly. If like there's no aftermarket support for it, or if BMW just stops making engine parts for it, then I'm just gonna turn it into a museum piece. I'm never getting rid of it. It's not getting. Um, I mean, you could always swap a Busa into it. No, that's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> just Busa swap it, bro. <laughs> But, you know uh, how many times it, I was told to boost the swap my fucking Suzuki Cappuccino when I had that shit? Yeah, I imagine Everyone. a fucking fuck ton. But no, going Literally back to... Literally like... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, uh, I'll save that for another time. 
Okay, I had a yeah. Suzuki cappuccino a long time ago. E. But uh, going back to the Ford F two fifty High Boy, I uh, just looked up a picture of it right here, and my I've been behind these cars a ton because I live in an area where there's a lot of farmland, and um, the my favorite part about following these cars or trucks is the fact that you can just see the outline of the driver in the uh, rear view. There, like there's no headrest whatsoever, so the top, yeah, it's a the top of their body just sticks out like a fucking sore thumb. Yeah, that's kind of how every truck back in the day was. I think it like until like 1995 or whatever when they required like head restraint seats to be in like yeah. all vehicles old new. Everybody had whiplash back in the day. Oh uh, yeah, no, like if somebody rear-ended yeah. you, your head's going through glass. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the cool thing about the uh, the high boys is they had a divorce transfer case, and that's actually what. Uh, um, what what do they call? What's the word? Uh, differentiates the the high boy from the low boy. So so trucks after seventy seven that were four wheel drive were low boys because they had a married transfer case instead of a divorce transfer case like my parents. So what happened was, <laughs> was that they a just joke? slide that in there. Was that a joke? <laughs> the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> so the high boys had a solid front axle they had um the frame was basically higher off the ground than uh, the later trucks because of that divorce transfer case and uh other reasons and stuff like that anyway here's a picture of my f-250 <laughs> that i had <laughs> going in the group, I sent chat. To the group chat Ooh, yeah that's that's clean yeah the magic school bus Here, hang on i got another couple pictures of it oh, the motor in that truck looks fucking crazy of it, course it you literally have literally ac lights on it it came like that uh, and those those were that bumper and those lights were put on that truck at the dealership when it was new the guy told me here's the motor that was in it <laughs> i put a holly street scoop on it just because it needed to be on fucking there hell hell yeah holy shit that truck was faster than a third gen camaro on the freeway i mean God that's not damn. really saying but you just made a lot but, of people angry <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a lot of cars that are factor or faster than a third gen Camaro, and a lot of them are Toyota Camrys, <laughs> which is funny because I got floored by a V6 Camry in my Fox body not that long ago. Oh no! <laughs> Fun fact: a V6 Camry can go zero to one hundred in ten seconds. Hell that yeah. is true. Technology is incredible. It's crazy. Right, Those are so... fast fucking cars, man. All right, what's next? We'll do three more. Um, okay. So depending on uh, circumstances, yeah. The underscore Scatman underscore seventeen. I really hope that's skibbity bottom data Scatman. Um, <laughs> I bet it's. I bet it's. I bet it's a challenge. Don't. don't oh, you mean like a car? Okay, I thought we were yes, going to go somewhere else. Scat pack. No. Sh- <laughs> shut up. Anyway, uh, nineteen seventy nine Daihatsu F twenty. It's their first car and would love to make it into an off roader. A nineteen what? 1979 Daihatsu F20. I'm going to Google that right now. 1979. Oh my Japanese. god, it's like a it's like a mini like Suzuki Samurai type deal. This one looks like a G wagon. Ooh, it you is a mini F20? G wagon. <laughs> Are you looking at the same Daihatsu Scat that I'm looking at? Uh, oh, I'm looking at a Daihatsu god. Taft. It looks like a mini FJ cruiser or an F- FJ cruiser. Oof. It looks like a mini F40. <laughs> Not an FJ cruiser. Well, I mean, I guess by by relation it does look like an FJ cruiser because it's 
Never mind. Whatever. This <laughs> looks like you could roll it over and it would be completely okay. This looks like it. Is this considered a K car? Is the thing is what tiny. a cute little guy. Pretty cool. Uh, is it W dream car? No, I mean, no, no, look, no. look, look at look at how tiny it is when somebody's standing next to it. It's definitely it's fucking just. It's small. I don't know if the K designation goes back that far. Daihatsu Taft. Uh, let's see. Taft stands for Tough and Almighty Four Wheel Touring Vehicle. That's a stupid ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's not. That's not. That's not acronym. That's funny. It's like the Subaru Brat. You know? uh, Did you know the Subaru Brat? Brat is actually an acronym. Did you know that? Nope. Oh God! What does it stand for? It stands for so B R A T stands for by drive recreational all-terrain transporter sick <laughs> that's the most japanese thing ever i mean it's not wrong i have a buddy with a subaru brat but you probably already knew that <laughs> <laughs> if there's a car that exists kinda, yeah. sterling's got a buddy that has one we can just safely that's assume fun fact. I, Think it, of something. okay I, in this got one this next one that's listed, if a buddy of yours has this car, holy shit. Reserved 03 says Lancia Delta Integrala BC Group B rally car. I shouldn't need to say anymore. Yeah, I don't um, know what that one is. I don't even know if Delta. it's a street legal. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know a guy in manual elitist jerks that has a one. That's not a rally car. He's the peanut butter jelly time guy. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's in a group on Facebook called Manual Elitist Dirks. Shout out Manual Elitist Dirks. And he's got he's got a blue Delta Integrale. He's got uh, a couple other things, I think. I think his name's Kevin. Anyway, oh, yeah, of course. The Delta <laughs> Kevin. Is it a Delta Integrale Evo? Wait, no, 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 no. It's the, the rally big car. giant long yeah, name the, that you said before. The Group B rally car, the white, green, and red one. The 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 Martini livery one. Was it a martini livery? Why am I thinking Castrol? Hold on. Castrol, Castrol, uh, Toyotas were, were, were uh, Castrol. okay. Yeah, like the Toyota Corollas and the, the, the Salicas and stuff. They had the Castrol livery. I'm sure other cars and manufacturers had Castrol as their livery too. But, uh, Lancia or Lancia or however you say it. Um, I've heard it pronounced every way, so I don't really know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Italians are like, hey, it's Lancia. And then everyone's like, no, it's Lancia. And I'm like, well, now I don't know. <laughs> the Italians are like, it's a Lancia. It's a Lanta Delta Integrale. You have the Turbo, Monte Carlo, Lamborghini, Pizza, Ravioli. The car looks exactly like the accent that you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people just undownloaded the podcast in Italy. <laughs> just unlistened to it, put it in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> You just suddenly see the map of, of Italy with all the red dots just disappear. It's just black now. <laughs> That's all a right. good dream car. Yeah. You might not get it, but you could get the, the road car. Yeah, the road car is, you know, street legal. You can actually oh, uh, yeah. acquire that one. All right, There's so last one. Last one because we've been recording for a little bit. I think we've gone over our one-hour flag time here. Damn it. Arguably my favorite named listener, uh, Bean Boy 10 Hell yeah. Says RX-7. Ever since I saw one back when I worked at AutoZone... Listen, I'm not done yet. RX-7. Ever since I saw one back when I worked at AutoZone, just really cool, really weird cars. They're pretty cool. Which 
which which RX seven? He didn't two say which RX seven. I personally like the FC. I love the FC RX seven. I love the way that car looks. Like I, yeah. I wanted I wanted one back in like 2011, 2012 because of initial D, but it was because of initial D. Yeah, <laughs> Case Game Takahashi, real. <laughs> but I I fucking I loved the look of that car. I I still love the way that car looks. I personally prefer the FD RX7 just because I've seen so many of them that have just been built so well, and it's just like damn. If you look at the story on Flag Time podcast on Instagram, I have one that was it, it, the picture of the the picture that's on that story is a FD RX7. Oh, is um, it? Yeah, one came to the Mercedes dealer that I worked at, and I took a picture that's of it. And I was like, "That's not a Mercedes. <laughs> Why is this here? <laughs> this thing doesn't even have cylinders. What's going on?" <laughs> What you mean you have valve lift? Like, what What do you <laughs> Got a triangular spinny boy. This <laughs> is angry Dorito. Triangles, 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 triangles. <laughs> Let me show you how. Let me. Wait, what does he say? <laughs> Let me... Wait, no, wait, wait. I gotta. Your I gotta fucking impression it. is on point. <laughs> it's pretty good. I tell you, let me show you how a wankle works. Let me show you how a rotary works. Mm, triangles. <laughs> I'm a tell you anyway. I'm a tell you anyway. <laughs> that was one of the hey, first more triangles. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the first videos I actually saw from him. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> God. I love you so much. I actually have a story about the, about the FDRX7. Yeah. So around my. <laughs> so every once, every once in a while, around my work, whenever I'm leaving or I'm just at work, there's two FDRX7s that drive by. One of them's red, one of them's silver. The red one is just a two rotor with a giant turbo in it. The gray one, the silver one that comes by, is a three rotor with a 88 millimeter turbo in it, and the thing is Fuck. just immaculately clean and it, the turbo is so loud you can hear it down the street god damn fucking epic i think the guy said it made like 900 horsepower or something like that it was Ooh. some stupid number and he's just daily that's driving right. the damn thing that sounds incredibly painful for his wallet because those <laughs> engines get horrible gas mileage when they're stock yeah yeah i don't i don't think i don't think somebody that drives a car like that is worried about gas Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast today. Hopefully, we answered all your questions. And we uh, didn't. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys be a little quieter? God damn. Yelling. Oh yeah, sure. Hold on. Let me let me shut up real quick. I'm sorry. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the people in my house. You mean the cats that and we can't hear? Other never. I ever live with tell, my Never tell I mean, Sasa to shut up. Sasha says, thanks for listening to Flag Time today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Actually, genuinely, thank you for listening. Um, It means a lot to me uh, that this podcast is doing so well because I never really thought that anyone would even be remotely interested in watching my videos, let alone interested enough to follow me and a couple other guys in a podcast. And seems to be doing so well. So uh, we're going to keep doing it. It's you doing fucking fantastic. We're at 150 some odd five star reviews on Spotify. Yep. So, so 
It's I'm gonna learn how to say uh, "Welcome to Flag Time" in Vietnamese next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, tune in next week, and you guys have an epic week. And <laughs> hopefully, you guys. Uh, I uh, my train of thought is gone. <laughs> <laughs>